you to Prairie Doc Radio. Dr. Rick Holm is here ready to answer any questions you might have of a medical nature. You can't answer them unless you ask them. His specialty is internal medicine. He's worked with the Avira Medical Group Brookings. He served as a clinical professor at the University of South Dakota Sanford School of Medicine. And he has passed his test for sailing. Yes. He's safe sailing. Good to have you back, yes, Dr. Holm. Yes, it's Holmes. nice to be back. Boy, you have some great color. You obviously were in the sun oh, and enjoyed two wonderful. weeks of sailing. Had to be super. Well, I was worried that my health would not, you know, h- handle it. Survive. But, but I just got better and stronger the two weeks that I was there. Isn't that wonderful? You know, I couldn't sleep on my right side the, the week before we went on vacation because of the the drainage tube scar and whatever was going on on that side and that went away and my strength improved you know you feel frail when you're not well no one wants to feel frail and by the end of the two weeks i felt strong and you know felt it was it was an emotional and physical recharging and i think i would encourage everybody to to do that um well, we, we can't all go sailing, but no. we can do things. And whatever it is, go to yeah. go to Europe, go to Florida, which is going to happen soon, isn't it? She oh, says yes. with a, with a smile, smile on her, on her face. face. <laughs> Very happy about it. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, but uh, the first week we we took our children. We had uh, 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 four kids and one boyfriend. Okay. The boyfriend point, survived yeah. the week with family. The boyfriend survived the week with the family, and uh, you know he was he was uh, a, f- a great addition. It was That's a good. wonderful joy to have him along. And then the family all went home, and uh, uh, three couples: one from California, one couple from Rhode Island, and one couple from. Uh, the Black Hills of South Dakota, and, uh, and were they all sailors to begin with, or was this new for a couple of them? Uh, let's. They've all sailed. They have. Yes. Okay. And uh, two were certified, and um, so they're well, they're going to sail. The next thing that's going to happen is they're going to rent a boat down there without me. <laughs> <laughs> they're ready to go again, huh? You introduced yep. it to him. You enjoyed it. Yeah, well, I'm happy yeah, for you, and I'm happy for anyone who can get away for even a few days in the winter. If you can't get away, you know, you can say go to Florida, go to Europe. Not everybody can afford to do that, but you can mentally get away by doing something different with your life. You know, last year, uh, last no, this year, no, last year, 2018, Yes, it was March, and there was spring break. And we had no TV show. And uh, so we had a week and a half that we could we could take Just off. Just relax. So um, I said, Joni, let's get on the road and do a rotor. We just did a road trip. We rented uh, B&B uh, in, uh, uh, in uh, uh, South uh, Padre Islands. Ah, okay. And that was not, you know, it was $150 a night. That's it wasn't too much. Expensive, it was no. on the beach. Whoa, very nice. And you and just it, drove straight south we through just Texas drove, to Padre Island. Yeah, we took our time going down there. Yeah. We kind of stayed in cheap hotels on the way, you know, and uh, and chatted. It was wonderful bonding time between the two of us. And it was a cheap uh, Inexpensive vacation. trip, yeah. 
yeah. just the two of us. So if you can do it, enjoy it. Right. Well, if any of you are listening and are still in town, haven't left, or maybe you're on the road. Yeah. If you're on the road and you have a question of Dr. Holm, be sure to call 605-692-1430. Because, of course, you can stream our program. You can, oh, there's so many different ways to get our program now. Facebook, on KBRK's website, just many different ways to be listening to it live. Ah. Yes. So if you are doing that, you're out of town, add the 605. If you're in town and you have a question of Dr. Holm, Give us a call at 692-1430, and we'll be back right after these words. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. We're happy to have you listening today, and I'm very happy to have Dr. Holm back in the studio with me. He's been on vacation for two weeks, so, but looking he, as healthy as ever. Yes, but you couldn't get along without me, could you? We really, we terrible time with that. It was Wouldn't terrible. You say, it was oh, awful. it just, yeah, nothing well. good. Yeah, I can't say that. We had excellent physicians <laughs> here. And, oh, now you, no. I'm no, gonna I'm not going to put you on Don't the do spot. It. But I know that uh, the last, we had Dr. a. Dr. Ellsworth? Dr. Ellsworth was just great. Just super. Really yeah. enjoyed having him. And. Kelly. Kelly. Right. Yeah. No, Kelly wasn't here. Oh. Dr. Jill uh, Cruz was here. Jill Cruz was Jeez, here. It took me a second to, I yeah. am, my memory is a sieve. I mean, there's just yes. nothing stays in the, there. The best but, part about a bad memory is that you forget that you had forgotten. <laughs> that would be my New lifestyle. New friends every day, you know, yep, that's just yep. wonderful. That's my lifestyle. I wrote hey. a chapter on on uh, memory loss. Did you now? I, and I read it. You did? Do you remember? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know I read it oh, somewhere oh, back there. No. Yeah. Speaking of your chapter on memory loss, I had a question last night from a gentleman who wants to know where in Brookings he can get your book. Well, there are. Where is it available? You can get it at the art museum. Okay. You can get it at Rich's Brookings Bookstore on Main Street. Uh, you can also get it at uh, the Crowderville, uh, um, uh, Patty Crowderville's. Uh, uh, yeah, Threads, Threads and, and memories. memories. That's what it is. I couldn't pull it up. You know, memory loss. But. Um, <laughs> So Threads and Memories, Brookings so Bookstore on Main downtown Street. in the Art Museum on campus? Yeah, and at the a bookstore in the hospital. In the hospital bookstore. So there's four places. Okay. And then you can always call me up and I'll <laughs> sell you one of mine. I just ordered 500 more books. I, you know, I just ran out. And so um, I'm planning on sending copies to... Uh, competitions, you know, where you have a book competition kind of a oh, thing. Oh, sure. And so I'm going to, and trying to promote it outside of South Dakota. We've really done great. I mean, we, we are nearing 3,000 books sold in the region. And well, I uh, sent one to each one of my five sisters and my one brother for Christmas and put a little note on there. Please don't think that I'm thinking you're near the end of your life. <laughs> I really think you'll enjoy that. And I have heard more positive really? comments from have them. You? They're really pleased to have it. Thank you. They're looking That's at nice. it. They're one said, I'm saving it for the beach. I'm heading down there in a week. <laughs> you know, they all have different things. She said, that book is going with me. Um, it's, a, it's a book that you can read chapter three, and then you can go chapter 10, and then you can go back to chapter one. And it's it's a... Hit and miss, not a novel from beginning to end, if you want to do it that way. Right. You can you can do whatever way you like, but you will find it very helpful. I talked to one person who's been on um, a medication, and she needs to be on it, and she's been concerned the past 
month or more that her memory isn't quite what it is. And your memory chapter really helped her. You mentioned in the memory chapter that certain medicines, although you may need them, I'm not telling you to go off them, may affect your memory. She said, I feel so much better. It's not me, it's the medicine. And I know I need the medicine, I'm staying on it, but I found out in that book that it's not, I'm not getting old, I'm just under, you know. On medication. Yeah, that's yeah. Really so true. It, that's helpful to know, too. Cause well, I've not heard that thought. You yeah. Know, I really hadn't. No, she was very pleased to mm-hmm. find that in that book. So there's a lot of, lot of good information in the book, not just on memory, on many things. It, it hasn't helped my memory, though. <laughs> you need to know. <laughs> it just, yeah, I wish it had, but it hasn't. Hey, we had a caller that just came in, and it's a woman in her 60s who's concerned about her health right now. She did have the flu shot. She has had cold symptoms for over a week with a temperature of 101 most of those days. Is the temperature normal with a cold, or could it have been the flu at the same time? Right. Well, a cold or flu, you, you, you can really just call them the same thing. I They're mean, viruses. A flu is a viral respiratory, upper respiratory infection, you know. And the classic flu and the classic uh, cold, the, the influenza, by the way, is just a cold on steroids. You know, it's just really hard. But uh, the classic symptom of a cold or a flu is three days of ache all over, feel crappy, sore throat, runny nose, uh, can't breathe at night, uh, just, uh, and a temperature right and then it goes away except for the cough and the cough persists for two weeks or even three or four sometimes Uh, people get irritated lungs and then that irritation uh, persists so um, my whole philosophy is that if you run a fever the first day or two or three even and then it goes away that's okay if it comes back or it persists longer than three days get in and be seen because it could represent a secondary bacterial infection that kills people. Uh, so, I, you know, you just need to think about the danger of, of um, a, a secondary bacterial infection. And you don't want that. So if it, if it persists, and especially if the Persu- fever persists, pers- I couldn't pers- spit the word out, if it persists for more <laughs> than how many days? Well, three days. Three days. So it sounded like it's longer yeah, than that. Yeah, it's longer I, than that. She I should get checked. Get in. And make sure it isn't another infection. Yes. Okay. Well, I hope that's helpful to her. You know, um, each week we have talked about your television program, which will be tomorrow, the next night, on yeah. Thursday night, yes. South Dakota Public Television, on call with the Prairie Doc. And this week, the program will have you. It'll be live. And you're talking about myths in medicine. Dr. Google, I don't know who that is, and alternatives, good and bad. Yes, Dr. Google is um, uh, is the place that people go to to learn about anything, you know, right? Oh, they go so, on Google online, right, so right. they call it Dr. Google. Right, and oh, I just read an article uh, or a summary of an article about cyberchondria. Uh, is hypochondria through the, the, through the Internet? Internet. All right, and... Uh, I, my personal bias is that I've been practicing way before the internet came on and then through the internet and then after the internet's established and people of all ages use it. And I don't think it's increased uh, the amount of uh, uh, 
concern that people have of illness. I think it's just, it's educated people who have concerns. Maybe if you are hypochondriacal, if you're a person who worries excessively about your health, inappropriately about your health. Gesundheit. Thank you. Uh, if you're a person who overdoes it, here, Joni. Jo Thank you. Um, if you worry excessively about your health, uh, that is called hypochondria. And I, do, I really, you know, it's, it's uh, not a great word, but cyberchondria, I, you know, I, I think Internet worrying. You know, I think it d doesn't increase the amount of concern people have had for their health all these years. It just gives them a more informed uh, concern. <laughs> so. Okay. Well, we can talk a little bit more about this. We're going to take our second break. And if you have any questions about myths in medicine. Ooh, we'll I, I'm going to talk about tomorrow night's myths of medicine okay. construction of that show. All right. Very good. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. We're happy to have you listening today. Dr. Holm is here, ready to answer any questions you might have of a medical nature. Just before our break, we started talking about tomorrow night's television program, On Call with the Prairie Doc, which will be on South Dakota Public Television at 7 o'clock. And the show will be Myths in Medicine, and you were going to discuss producing that show. Yeah. It's been rather interesting. Well, we've got two people, Candy and David Ziegler, Dr. Ziegler and Dr. Ziegler, are both internists. Okay. He was a uh, PhD teaching medical school when she started going through medical school, and uh, uh, he uh, uh, the taught two her them, a lot. Yeah, the two of them okay. fell in love, <laughs> and this is there's this thing about s teachers and students, so they went the legal route, uh, and uh, and then later uh, became uh, partners. And he went back to medical school. She went, was ahead of him by a couple of years. In med school. In right. med school and then in residency. They, uh, he is now uh, one of the uh, coordinators of continuing medical education at the School of Medicine. And uh, they're just great. And they're, they're wonderful guests. They're just alive personalities, you know, fun to be with. And uh, we'll, we'll, um, we're going to take... 50 questions that we the the I asked my board of directors I've asked friends of mine I asked the four heroes that we have here in Brookings that are the physicians that are uh, filling in and then we asked the Ziegler's as well as uh, myself listing as many myths that we know of that are, are possibly harmful but misinformation people think that this is the truth and uh, and and we cut them into slices and we're putting them in a fishbowl and we're going to draw them out one at a time. That'll be interesting. And uh, So you have 50 myths that you 50 can... 50 myths. All right, if you spit that out. <clears throat> because I knew you were going to do this and I didn't know what the 50 myths were. I kind of looked to see one thing. I think there, myths come about when there isn't a cure for something. That is really true. You know, when there is, when there is a cure, there's one answer. You don't need answer. a myth anymore. <laughs> there's one answer. And everybody goes to it because it works. Right. When you don't have anything, which happens in medicine often, too often actually, then everybody's got an answer. And there are a million answers. That's <laughs> so, so when true. you see there's a million answers to something, that means we don't have a good answer. 
And when knowing that, I looked up fibromyalgia. Ah. You know, I have friends with fibromyalgia. Yes. It's just horrible. They're in pain a lot. Yes. They don't have answers for it. There are no answers. So there you can be imagine there is charlatans galore trying yes, to are. cure fibromyalgia. S- not trying to cure, trying to sell, sell their whatever. treatment yes. for fibromyalgia. Because they have the right treatment, yes. right? Yes, we yeah. have the answer. Right. But if, if you had fibromyalgia and you know that there's no cure for it, it's a common disorder. It does involve a lot of pain for people. What do you think of the different approaches that um, are not so much myths but are being used, like acupuncture or biofeedback? Do you think that they're beneficial? I think those are two options that have helped. Okay. I think that uh, a regular exercise program is probably the most important thing, which keeps people moving. He said the word, Bob. Exercise. I said it. Yep, yes. bingo. But it does make a difference, doesn't it? It does. It really does. You know, uh, motion is the lotion. My good (laughs) friend Keith Rounds and I were talking about the experience of sailing yesterday on the phone. And uh, I was on the boat for two weeks. The boat is always moving. Of course. I mean, you know, your body, your your spine is getting a great workout. I mean, it's just flowing. You know Mm -hmm. how it is. The boat's rocking and a rolling and a moving and a shaking. And then you have to move through that movement as you go up to the bow to tighten this line or uh, pull on the halyard or or bring in the sheet line or or um, uh, whatever it might be that you have to do helping you're moving with the movement we're moving with the movement and for the two weeks i don't remember being stiff because you're constantly moving right you know movement once if you feel stiff you get going and you move and you move and you move and finally the stiffness works its way out right i wasn't stiff for two weeks one hour sitting in a chair at the airport on beef island on tortola the on uh, the british virgin islands i got up to go to the bathroom and i'm I'm stiff oh my gosh my back my legs what what's happened it was such a comparison. I mean, such a difference. I was not stiff for two weeks because I was constantly moving. Isn't that amazing? Motion is the lotion. Or, you know, I looked up motion as the potion. Well, then you've got, I think there's a rock and roll band. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Bob, named. do you remember motion is the lotion or potion or anything like that? No. Nah. Anyway, motion is the lotion that helps most musculoskeletal problems and probably fibromyalgia which is why we started talking about that's right that's right you know i remember when i was uh a number of years ago at the gym the class after mine was yoga and a couple people said you should stay for yoga i said oh no no and the yoga instructor said what's the problem i said oh i'm so stiff i mean you don't understand and she looked at me she said that's why we do yoga i said no no i couldn't do all that you don't have to do it all right away but if you do it you will loosen up i said seriously you know just okay fine she was right it just surprised (laughs) me i keep thinking of the you know those weird movements or whatever they do in yoga it makes a huge difference it really does help if you feel stiff or sore well you know the other thing with yoga you really become attached to the teacher and she stopped teaching and the next one i didn't like isn't it terrible yeah i haven't gone i should go back to i kind of do yoga moves on my own yeah but i'd love to go back to a class now i should and i haven't but it is interesting, though, and maybe that's true with a lot of different things. If you have one instructor who's really good, and then another one just doesn't quite do it. So um, so there was a discussion about teachers and leadership. 
Yes. On the boat. Oh, okay. Okay. And uh, my good friend Arden Wallum, who who was sailing with us and along with his wife Tina, uh, is a in, uh, is an engineer and also he is an exec a CEO corner office at this water treatment water uh, control board in uh, California, and uh, he's originally from Desmet, you know. But oh, one of those good Desmet boys. The discussion okay. was. There is a difference between ethical and uh, leader or teacher and uh, uh, just a, a business person. I mean, he's, he was talking about leaders. He says Hitler was a leader, an unethical leader, but he got all those people to follow him. Uh, and uh, so there, sometimes leadership is not the best thing you you want but there are people who are natural leaders and i i put that to natural teachers i think they're they're people who are natural teachers that you just love to sit in that room and listen to them because jankla was a natural uh teacher uh he could give a talk that would just mesmerize you and that's why he he was the governor for as many times as he was i think he did awe people Maybe he, he wasn't always ethical. Just a thought. I didn't say anything about <laughs> that. I, I he just said, a, no, but he was a leader, I, we and shouldn't he shouldn't talk ill of the no. The, but the we deceased. would we would love for all leaders to be ethical. Yes, we would, Wouldn't and it's a nice? call. It's an it, it's it, and it's an expectation that we would have of good leaders. Well, people can be extremely successful, financially successful, business successful, but that doesn't make them ethical. Right? And it doesn't make them a leader either. But also, on the, on the converse, people who are natural leaders and are ethical are not that unusual. There are many ethical leaders out of there. You just go through the classmate, cl- classrooms of SDSU and you see wonderful leadership. People who dedicated themselves lives to teaching. You know, and, and when you have a teacher that can, I mean, you know, you know the Nels Granholms out there, the, uh, the Chuck Woodard's. Uh, well, Chuck Lindgren's funeral is today. Oh, Chuck, Chuck Lindgren, Lindgren, phenomenal teacher. Just dedicated 40 years of his life to teaching and enhancing learning and really helped a lot of people. You know, the gift of leadership and yep. teaching. It's beautiful. Yep. Yep. Well, on that note, we're going to take a break. We'll be back right after these words. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. We're happy to have you listening today. We've been talking about many different topics, but we got off on topics because we were trying to discuss your program tomorrow night on South Dakota Public Television, myths. which will discuss myths in medicine. Here's a myth. Yes, sir. Doctors die earlier than the rest of the population. Is that a myth? That was a myth perpetrated by a, 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 a salesman who was selling some kind of product of some kind you know and you go around and sell the product and he starts with declaring all these good these physicians but why do they die 10 years younger than the rest of the population well the answer is doctors don't as a rule Uh, he could just name the ones that did he he just (laughs) lied it was a lie to sell a product uh i i think they're tantamount uh that uh the lie is stealing the truth and uh, one of the worst uh, uh, sins I think you know if people not telling the truth 
uh, it's wrong. We need to ask people. We need to push people. We need to expect people uh, to tell the truth. And we need to, prom to, we need to expect our journalists you know, and our media to present what they think is the truth. I mean, maybe it isn't the truth. Maybe we, we were wrong on our opinion about uh, yoga, for example, whatever it might be. Uh, but the truth, when we know it, you know, we need to share it, what we think uh, and believe is the truth and, and not to purposefully uh, present falsities, uh, false, falsehoods. Uh, so <clears throat> where did I get started on that? You get started, and that really is the reason why you started this program. You started this program over 25 years ago because you were frustrated with the misinformation. The myths, myth information and, the myth. and myths that were out there. And you thought, well, if I go on the radio once a week, I can let people know. That's There's exactly right. You're right. Yeah. It's 25 years ago. And, of course, what I said then, a lot of that is not true anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so Science is not an exact medicine. No. If I've learned nothing else from you other than exercise, is <laughs> that science is not an exact medicine, an exact science. I didn't get the words out today. Science is not exact. Right. Is that correct? Yes. So, uh, I have to tell you, though, uh, one of them is that p old the doctors die young, and it was a it was a falsity, uh, and uh, so uh, to that end, I have to tell you that this noon I'm having lunch with a teacher that was one of my teachers when I was a brand new uh, maybe actually I was a junior medical student in uh, at. Uh, uh, the summer working in Watertown between um, class semesters yeah two. between uh, and uh, and so it was Dr. Stan Allen uh, who was my teacher he was an, a family physician and uh, I remember his young son and daughter were uh, and t he took me to the lake one Saturday one weekend and I hung with uh, his family they sh shared their family with me one one weekend course he's now 95 his son has retired <laughs> yeah <laughs> that little boy <laughs> yeah that little boy uh or is near to retirement and so anyway he and i are going to have lunch together today well that'll be nice is he leaving watertown to come here or are you meeting he's driving him? he is driving at 95 and we're going to meet in lake norton at the okay. ballpark restaurant or whatever that is whatever you know, right is next to the south dakota amateur baseball hall <laughs> of fame <laughs> Sounds good. Well, so doctors don't necessarily die young, do they? Many no, and I, I said to Stan, I'll drive to, you know, you're, you're 95, Stan, Dr. Allen. It's kind of hard not to call him Dr. Allen. I'll, um, I'll drive to, to Watertown. I don't know. I'm, I can drive. I can drive. All right. Well, good I'll for meet him. you in, uh, <laughs> and we, we agreed to Lake Norton as a, our. Hmm. Well, I hope you have a great lunch. It's nice to meet up with former faculty members. Oh, My husband's looking forward this March. They're going to have the 50th South Dakota State University Geography Convention. It started 50 years ago by ad. So many of the oh, students wow. from 50 years ago are coming back for this, and he is really looking forward to it. It should be phenomenal. But it is fun to find your uh, your old classmates, your old students, or your old teachers. Yes. So. And congratulations on that. That'll add. be exciting. Well, well, we've got a minute, right? And we need to talk about myths again. 
tomorrow night, Miss Very 7 o'clock. important. Tomorrow night, be sure to listen to the program, and we hope all of you have enjoyed listening to us today. Yeah. And we'll listen again for Prairie Doc, brought to you by the Avera Medical Group Brookings. Be sure to follow the Prairie Doc on Facebook and YouTube for free and easy access to the entire Prairie Doc Library. As always, you can hear and see more from Dr. Holm online at prairiedoc.org. That is it for this week, Dr. Holm. Look forward to the program tomorrow night. Yes. Good to see you next week. Thank you. And speaking of library, you can buy my book, <laughs> Promoting Blatantly Promoting Blatantly Promoting. Book. And the name of the book is Life's Final Season, Life's a Final Guide Season. for Aging and Dying with, with Grace. Thank you, Joan, and thank you, Bob. And stay healthy out there, people.